Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Well, yeah, well, at the end of the day, we lost the hockey game, right? And they talk about the two points there, big two points, but at the end of the day, um, they might have won the battle, but there's there's still a war to be had. There's the Pacific Division's a tight division. It's not like that was the last game of the regular season. They moved in the first. We slipped out of of position in our division. It's it's uh, I believe there's two points separating five teams. So um, we have a lot of hockey to to get that spot back. And we feel if we play the way we can, we will. Um, I have to be a little smarter. I have to be on the ice. Um, important games. Now that I know how um, the league sees hits. Um, when you play Calgary, it's a different rule book. You know, it's you gotta <laughs> you gotta play the game within the game, and sometimes you gotta give them their own taste of their own little medicine. So, um, all in all, it's fun, right? It's creating a buzz. Look at all the people around. It's fun. Uh, I'm having fun. Uh, obviously, we lost the game. Disappointing. Um, I'm suspended. Um, it sucks. But like I said, there's a lot of hockey left in the season, and uh, I'll sit and, and do my time. And then when he comes back, and convenient when he comes back, first game back against the Calgary Flames. Yeah. As we bring aboard Mark Spector, Stafford Spector for the horse as a reminder for the safety of our equine stars. Racing participants and fans, racing has been canceled this Sunday out at Century Mile due to the cold weather forecast. Hello, Spec. How are you? Uh, doing pretty good. Bobby, how are you? Good. You can put your computer away. This is going to be the easiest show you ever do because uh, the water cooler <laughs> topic is there. Um, <laughs> what are we talking about, Bob? Oh, I wonder. What do you think? Um, do you think the suspension only being two games was a little bit of a surprise. No, no. I didn't think... I mean, I don't think that... I'm old school. I don't think they needed to suspend anybody. Um, Well, we agree on that. That makes for bad radio. I don't think that... No, two games was... I thought it would be one or two games. Listen, I, I, I amend that by saying I never like to predict publicly what Department of Player Safety is going to do. I'm always wrong. It's really hard to predict. No one knows what they're thinking. Um, so I don't think anyone's predictions are worth much because most of us are wrong a lot more often than we're right when it comes to that one. So I got a prediction for you, Spec. You okay. Ready? You ready for this? Sure. I believe that uh, when the Oilers do play the Calgary Flames on the 29th of January, I believe Matthew Kachuk's going to take the fight. Because I think back to Claude Lemieux, and there were times that Claude decided to fight. Sometimes he did, sometimes he didn't. One of the times he did was when he was representing Canada in the World Cup. I had this conversation with uh, a really great player this morning, actually. Okay. Remember back in 96? Claude knew he had to take the fight, and he took the fight with Matthew Kachuk's dad. Oh, with did Keith he fight Walt? Yeah, that was, that was a, okay. a pre-tournament game, and I remember watching Canada, them. U.S., Yeah, right? right, right. And, uh, and not only that, I think Cassian's going to go for the uh, the double Kachuk at some point. When when Edmonton plays Ottawa, it wouldn't surprise me if Brady Kachuk fought oh, him. Oh, no, no, no. Brady's just a kid. Like Brady's tough. He's tough, but a, a kid like Brady doesn't get in with a guy like Cassian. I wouldn't expect him to. I would think he would be foolish to. And, and knowing 
that Zach Cassian's an old school guy, I don't see him. Okay, so let's uh, let's, let's, let's let's get to this here right away. Here, first of all, you were in the building on Saturday night. Sure was. It was great theater. Uh, my feeling is if you run a guy hard twice like that, you better be ready to square up and fight. Oh, yeah. Like, the, you know, the people inside the game know that like, there's two things about the two, mainly the two hits. You know, it's that, that hit where the winger drops down. He gets a guy coming around the net. That guy is already, you know, Cassian's already engaged. Either he's trying the wraparound or he's got Giordano's working him and he's got the puck and he's not you know, you're not paying attention to an extra flame coming into the picture. When you hit a, a, an engaged player as the third man in, as it were, and the guy's vulnerable and you go in and just crank him anywhere on the ice, it's in NHL circles, that's bad form. If a guy's engaged already and he's his attention is being taken away by a teammate, you can bump him, you can take the puck. To go in there and steamroll him is just bad form. I don't care what team you play for. So that's the first thing. And the second thing is, if you're going to poke that bear and you're going to throw that big a hit, like, I'd describe it like this, Bob. I like that Kachuk's an old-school guy. He's a 22-year-old kid who plays old-school hockey. He throws more hits in one game than we see sometimes entire teams throw. I like that. But you can't be old-school for two periods, and then when it comes time to have an old-school fight, say, oh, whoa, I'm not old-school anymore, right? Either you're old-school or you're not old school. And if you're going to hit Cassia, you better be old school because he's going to come back at you. That's just how hockey works. You think anything? Uh, all right. So you have two games suspended. I think it's not ironic that the suspension's only two games. Mm-hmm. I think they took a look exactly at who the third game was going to be against and said, you know what? This whole thing was, uh, pers- you know, the whole thing occurred because of the ongoing matchup between these two players. And we don't necessarily, like, I, I don't think that, uh, frankly, I think you could have made an. Uh, it could have been a five-minute charging penalty. The first, uh, the first hit. I think the first... if, the, if the refs had it to do over again, which is a tough thing to say because they don't. Yeah. If they had it to do over again, they would have given Kachuk two minutes for charging, and they would have given Cassian five minutes for fighting. There would have been a three-minute power play, and we all would have gone on. I think if they had it to do over again, that's what they would do. You can text us at 780-496-0063 on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Dana says, Bob, your prediction is off-center. Claude Lemieux is a far different player than Matthew Kachuk. Kachuk uh, is not following any code as evidence from his past actions. Uh, this text comes in from Sean. Bob, the league only did the two-game suspension for the optics of it. Uh, the texter goes on to say, that's how the NHL does everything. It's all just optics. No way Peros doesn't understand what happened and why it happened, and no way does he uh, disagree with it. He did what he had to do because of how it looks for viewers on TV. Um, Andrew says, Bob, I love Zach Cassian, and I'll say it right now. If the Canucks had this Cassian in their 2011 uh, Cup Finals run against the Bruins, oh, yeah. they, they might have won it. You know, he said something today, Bob. Uh, he said, "I'm a, I'm an honest, I'm a pretty honest player." And as a, you know, objective reporter, I thought back to his career, and I thought back to the time when he, you know, I thought the play he made on on Sam Gagne was that brutal. Season that game was, was brutal. A brutal game. He he went out of his way to hit him in the face with his stick. He busted guy yep. in his jaw. It was a crappy play. It wasn't made. That wasn't a play made by an honest player. Okay, he wasn't an honest player in those days. But you know what? Since he's come here. And he's got control of his life, and he conquered his addictions, and we see a completely different guy. Like, I don't know how much you talked to him before he played for Edmonton. I talked to him a lot, and 
he was a pretty vacant guy. He, he didn't look in the eye. He didn't have much to say. As looking back, I think he was just, he always had something to hide, right? He was one of those addictions guys. He always had something to hide. And he, he wasn't that interesting a cat. And since he's come here, you know what? He's a fun guy to talk to. He loves to talk about the game. You learn a little bit about the game because he plays it a different way now than most guys. And you know what? He is a pretty honest player. Oh, he's a great quote. He's an honest player. He is a great quote. He's a great quote, and he's an honest guy. He's that guy that if someone comes to him from the other team and says, hey, man, i got to have a fight here because my coach is on my back, he'll say, okay, I'll give you that fight. How about last year? And that's old school. How about he goes out for dinner the night before him and Connor go out for dinner at Maroon's? And then the orders are down four nothing. He looks at Maroon and goes, "Hey, we got to get something started here. We're getting killed. Yeah. You, you got to give me a fight." Right. And and then he beat Maroon. And, and those guys, that's how. That's like those days are gone because there's not enough of those players left in the league anymore. Yeah. You can't find that dance partner. But I like when they still can, Bob. So you don't agree? You don't think Chuck's gonna? I think what's gonna happen here, Spec, is this has now happened. Tw- let's not forget this happened last year between uh, Cassian and Kachuk too. The game down in Calgary. Um, that's the other time he turtled, right? Yes. They're both Cassian. And they were both. Uh, and you know what? I, I wasn't as angry in this game only because I was in shock the other night that Zach only got a double minor. I thought he could have gotten a two and a five. I thought he could have got seven minutes on the play. Yeah. I'm disappointed the officials didn't call a charge because to me it's a charge. If you come down five steps yeah. and drill a guy that's engaged with somebody else, the officials have got to protect the players in that situation. I think you'll see, uh, when we hear Zach Cassian today talk about, oh, hey, I guess these hits are legal. and uh, You know what? I guess I'm going to have to throw the new legal hits. And I get what he's saying, and I get what he's doing, and that's the Pandora's box has been opened, yeah. Bob. But I suspect that the next guy that throws that hit gets the charge. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the refs are, are going to say to each other, okay, that guy's got wingers coming five steps. It's a penalty. Here's why I think that Kachuk's going to take the fight when they play the orders. Okay? okay. Here's Zero. why. Because I think he knows what happens if he doesn't. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. And that, and I know they have Lucic. Do you actually think Milan Lucic was happy with watching one yeah, of his no. teammates no. turtle? Not no. a chance. Uh, we he, know Milan Lucic. We know the kind of guy he is. He's another... He, traditional hockey guy right. he knows and what happens is other guys have to pay for it and yes, i'm not talking about is. milan lucic and you don't engage zach ronaldo zach is a, a hard nose he's he's a modern he's day he's a modern day dennis polonich but you don't engage <laughs> that guy he plays is eight, that a, a compliment or an insult he plays eight <laughs> minutes a game he's really quite irrelevant he's a fourth line guy that just came up and and right. and he will fight anybody sure he but will. you don't take so what but, but what happens is is you've got it you have to go target other guys if, yeah. if they got a guy playing that way and the only way for Kachuk to mitigate that is to be assertive and say all right we're going early. we're gonna have this fight we're gonna have this fight I'll take the no, fight I couldn't agree more that that's that's how to I mean this is what happens in dressing rooms right a there's already guys in that room that don't like this they don't they see where this is going Bob they're veteran guys you think Giordano likes what he's seeing from a young star in his team are we going to do this every time we play Edmonton is that what's going to happen I'm going to look down and see one of my teammates lying on the ice turtling is that is that what our team's going to be about like so Gio doesn't like this we all know Lucic doesn't like this he's not a fan of watching a big strong young guy that could run everyone over lying on the ice with his hands over his face though if order fan listening to this show you must i know you love every player in this team do you want that you want to see your player doing that 
I, if I was cheering for a team, I wouldn't like that. So something's got to stop here. This can't happen every game. And ball. Calgary, you know what? I mean, Calgary came out. They, the Oilers, blew, like, right from the opening whistle. Like, Edmonton wins the faceoff. The puck goes back to Nurse. He he makes a bad play, then throws a grenade back to Bear. Yep. Another bad play. The Oilers <laughs> lose the puck. They win the faceoff, and they get a shot on goal 15 minutes or 15 yeah. seconds into the game. Almost a goal. Almost yeah. a goal, and they get two hits in on the play, yep. and they were bang. Calgary really came out. That's yeah. why it was such a great game. Calgary owned the first seven or eight minutes, and they scored a goal, and then boom, back game Edmonton with two, and then boom, back game Calgary. Right. That's why it was such a great game. It was it was a good game. And, great game. And, 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 Tons of and fun. Calgary has, at this stage of the game, I'd argue they're deeper up front than Edmonton. Oh, for uh, sure. There, there were a couple, of, I mean, and maybe it was youth, youthful enthusiasm. What did you make of Rasmus Anderson? I mean, Rasmus Anderson chirping about the the Oilers and inferring that they had a lot. What what, what term? A lot did of he? pretenders. He a said lot of pre- the Oilers like, have a lot of pretenders. Like Rasmus, you picked, Zach you, a pretender. You well, picked a okay. fight with Darnell Nurse in Penticton. Hey, at least he fought him. He did. At least and, he fought him. And he, you got the snot. He kick. got crushed by Nurse, which I mean, you've seen Rasmus Anderson. First of all, is a future. You know, top four defense. Oh yeah, top three or maybe two. We'll see how far he goes. He's a good player, and I, I never, I, Bob, I'll never criticize a guy for losing a fight. No, right? He fought Darnell Nurse way out of his weight class. He got beat up, but he took the fight. You know, all good right. For him. So, so then, that was in Penticton. They go into the exhibition season, and we're doing the game in Edmonton. I go, how long until Hunter Smith goes after Darnell Nurse? Because you know, the Flames were really upset with how badly Nurse beat Anderson, well, and, that. and so yeah. sure enough. First shift of the game that Darnell's on the ace. There's Hunter Smith, yeah, and Darnell broke his face. Okay, like Darnell's Hunter Smith had all the early advantage, and Darnell got his hands free, and he broke yeah, that he's kid's really face. Tough. Hard to fight. He's so big and rangy. He's Those rangy, rangy guys right? are hard and to he, fight. And he broke his face. He yeah. busted up his face, and there was silence in the saddle. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, Rasmus, I might keep it cold because, you know, I, you know, you're. Well, when you call, I mean, I'll tell you right now, like. Let's He's going to have to take one too. We're in the press box. We're not engaging down here. Um, you know, if if you say as a player that has to go out and skate on the ice with guys like Lucic and Cassian and Tom Wilson and yeah. and give me your five toughest guys, and you call one of them a pretender, well, what happens when he stands in front of you and has the gloves at the end of his fingertips? You just called him a pretender. If you don't fight him, guess what you are, Bob. <laughs> You're a pretender. Yeah. So he's put himself in a, you know, say what you want, Bob, but the time does come when the bill arrives at your table and you got to pay that bill. You avoided that all road trip, by the way. I didn't see all road trip. Oh, drive. never mind. <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll have a little bit more fun. We'll take a quick time out. It's 1249, and Edmonton will tell you the guests on the show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Uh, it's the greatest steak you've ever had. 99 Jasper Avenue. You can tell Brendan and uh, Taylor and the gang down at Roos Chris that Oilers now sent you. We'll get to more texts. We have George the Rock coming by at 105. Hey. He's going to do a little storytelling spec and okay. something that you would have loved to have seen, by the way. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. It is 12.51 in Edmonton, a game night. The Edmonton Oilers and the Nashville Predators. 
Uh, we got an Oilers now road trip coming up to Mark Spector's favorite city in the United States to go to Chicago to go see the Oilers play the Blackhawks. This package includes great lower bowl game tickets, a welcome reception with yours truly, and special guests, plus uh, tours of Wrigley and Soldier Fields for the Oilers now Chicago road trip. Call New West Travel at 780-432-7446 or online at newwesttravel.com. Specter and Stauffer every Tuesday in Oilers now for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. A reminder uh, that uh, Sunday's event is canceled due to the uh, cold weather. It is cold out there, Spec. <laughs> you noticed, huh? Uh, <laughs> come on, man. It's colder in Tuktoyaktuk today than it is in Edmonton. Do you know that? What's the weather like in Tuktoyaktuk? Uh, yes, I think it was 35 here. It was only 27 below there. Yeah, I believe I was informed this morning by somebody that today Edmonton was the coldest place on the planet. Uh, I don't know. Is it? I'd have to see evidence of that. There's always something that starts with four. You know, as a guy who lived out in the county of Strathcona as a kid out near Fultonvale, uh, I will tell you it always was like three or four degrees colder out outside there. Outside the city. Outside sure the is. city yeah. than it is in the city. So for everybody that's uh, working their tail off and in uh, cold weather today. Yeah, farmers and oil guys. Oh, and stay warm, man. Anybody out there. Spack and me are truckers. sitting up here in our somewhat heated uh, press uh, We're box. not complaining a bit. We're not complaining today. Nothing but empathy for you. Uh, all right, so... Uh, We've kind of discussed the thing. The owners are going to miss Zach Cassian. He's an important part of their team. They got two games off here, or two games to go before the uh, bye week slash All Star break. This is, uh, the, you know, this is a big game tonight against Nashville Spec. Well, you know, the interesting thing I'd forgotten, Bob, that back in the early days with Messi and Gretzky and all them, it was a common thing to have played, say, a Saturday night game against Calgary and all hell breaks loose and it's emotional and it's a big deal. And then someone had come through here Monday and the orders were flat. And Calgary was flat lousy. So Cal- last night, yeah, Calgary goes go. into Montreal and they're flatter than you could imagine. And I thought, you know what, I remember this now. And it interests me that to see... The Oilers have had a couple days, and they had a good practice, and they're aware. So I suspect that's not a trap they should fall into, but it sure got Calgary last night. They had nothing in Montreal. Yeah, they were not very good in that hockey game. Uh, just a, There's a text here, courtesy of Epstein's mother. Bob, uh, you keep talking about the Flames and the Oilers. Can Calgary not outman Edmonton when it comes to punch count time? Does can Holland need to maybe bring somebody in to offset the likes of Milan Lucic? Nah, where he can't go further. I mean, it's a tough team. Yeah, I mean, it's tough enough. You got big darn owners in the back end, right? You got Cassian up top. You know, uh, if Jajar Kerr is playing, he gives you some toughness. Uh, they're okay. I don't mind their team. Now, I got a text here from Herm Hordell. Do you remember Herm? No. Worked for the Saskatoon Blades, if this is the, the same person that I'm thinking of. How many of. Herm Hordells do you think are out well, there? Well, his Bob? son, Craig, <laughs> if I if I was, was I, I think he's the goalie coach right now at the U of A. So we'll see whether or not Herm, you can text back to the show to verify. But uh, sorry, uh, Ronaldo will be lined up against Cassian, and it will not be Lucic. They don't want to make it. Uh, uh, they're not going to want their top scorer fighting Cassian, and that's if the league does not get involved before the game. Uh, it's all a business. That text comes to us uh, from Herm. Uh, this con- Topher says, Bob, Haley beat up Nurse and Cassie, and he beat them all up. Can we get him? Well, Lucic did a number on Haley in San Jose. Yeah, you I have a, there is one guy out there that would interest me. Who? That I think could, pl- could be a serviceable number seven defenseman. Who? Okay, what do you want out of your number seven defenseman? Veter- a- veteran guy, right? Got to be able to skate. Who's your guy? 
My guy's a bigger, tougher version of Brown and Manning. What's his name, Bob? Does he have a name? Yes, he does. Okay, what's, what is it? And in the Western Hockey League? Oh, uh, don't tell me what he did somewhere else. He is. <laughs> what's he, he doing well, here and now? He is. He's, he's <laughs> played. He's played a bunch of games this year in the NHL. He's in his. He's probably twenty-seven or twenty-eight. Okay. Okay. When he was in the Western Hockey League, he played in Moose Jaw, and his last name was all you needed to say. Okay. Okay. And Ken Holland has history with him. What's his name? McElrath. Oh, That's, Dylan McElrath. That would be the one. If I was to, th- like, I just want to throw this at you. He's a right shot, six foot five. He'll fight anybody. Okay. He's completely competent of uh, and capable of handling the likes of a Lucic or a Ronaldo. He can fight those guys no problem. I've never actually seen him lose badly at the NHL level. I mean, it's, it, you know, when he's yeah. fought. He's strictly a number seven defensive at this stage in his career. That's all he is. Great character guy and legitimately tough and can take on. And you know what? Probably a little hungrier than a guy like Luch. So if you oh, had sure. to go down that path, I'm just saying, since people were texting Epstein's mother said, is there a guy out there? Yeah, that's fair. That He'd be the guy. He would be the guy. Like, these guys have got Jared Tenorti. Jared Tenorti would take that fight with Lucic. Yep. They got him up, right? Similar type of guy. Like in the American Hockey League right now, no one goes near McElrath. They just leave him alone. Yeah. And he can, compl- at that level, because he's got a wide berth on the ice, a little bit different in the NHL. But if you're going to go down that path yep. and you got two games in three uh, out of three against Calgary, which the Oilers do, is there a guy? I'm not saying that I Ken want- Holland's going to go get him. I'm just saying that if you were going to go get a guy, that would be the guy. I think there. I want to say this: that game, other than being fun and emotional and tough and lots of hits, that was also one of the fastest hockey games I've seen all season in Calgary. Right? Two teams just zipping back and forth, and in the end, it's goals that decide the game, not fights. And you, yep. if you can't skate, you can't play in that game. So, the other thing I'll say, Bob, is I think Edmonton has the luxury of two guys who can, who are big, tough. You know, real tough guys like Nurse and Cassian are way up there. And they can play. They can both play. That's all you need. Like, it's 2020. It's all you need. You don't need more. How come no one's blaming the refs? A text has come in or actually Fine Floors text line. And Bob and Mark, please don't forget about the emergency services people working hard in ex- extreme temperatures, responding to collisions, uh, and holding uh, uh, outside points without relief. Uh, thanks for Yes, sir. So there we go. All right. Uh, George LaRock, when we come back in Oilers now, it's uh, it'll be a little bit of comedy, uh, likely at my expense. Uh, off to Global News Weather Traffic Update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.